Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Here's the thing with your secondary characters. They serve your protagonist's struggle. Everything leads back to your main character's central story problem. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. As a book coach, there are common areas where writers go wrong with their manuscripts to varying degrees, and one of the most common is the overcomplicated plot. So in today's episode, I'm going to look at ways to simplify your plot, and by simplify, I do not mean that the story lacks depth or complexity. The way to get more depth is to create an elegant, unified, and coherent story. So let's get right to it. If I had to pick the most common problem I see with client manuscripts, it is the overcomplicated plot. I see this with both novice and experienced writers. There are too many ingredients thrown in, too many characters, too many events, too many extraneous details that don't feel connected. And this makes the story a slog to read. You don't want your reader to expend too many calories figuring out who and what your story's about and where it's going or what they should be paying attention to. You don't want them going back several pages thinking, did I miss something here? So you have to expend a lot of calories yourself to make it easy and elegant for your reader so they can slide down the page without confusion, frustration, or disengagement. A confused reader stops reading. They want to know what matters. They want to know what they need to pay attention to. So you want to make it easy for them to metabolize. Now, that doesn't mean you can't make your story complex complex means there's depth. And when your story is overcomplicated with too many characters, too many events piled on and extraneous details or key characters introduced too late, your story has a vast surface area, but no depth. And when that happens, you have a story that lacks internal consistency or logic. 
it doesn't have the unified effect that pulls the story together. And the reader subconsciously is always looking for meaning. They're looking for patterns. And the way you create patterns is to connect everything. So number one, you want to make everything in the story matter to everything else in the story. The acting coach Benjamin Mathis calls it a giant web of connectivity. So you want to think of your story as a giant web of connectivity. Make more connect to more. Every scene, every element of the story and every character connects. That's how you create depth. You don't create depth by piling on more external events, more scenes, more characters, more storylines, etc. So often I have writers who have the story circumstances dialed in, but it's not integrated with the main character's central dilemma. And when there's no connection between the circumstances that happen over the course of the story, when you're just letting the plot run away from you and you're jumping from one chapter or scene to another without thinking about how they're integrated, the story events will feel implausible or overwhelming to your reader. When everything connects, there's an internal consistency and logic. So you need to ask, does this pertain to what my character is dealing with? The story problem or the main dilemma. Make everything in the story matter to everything else in the story. So ask, is every scene or event sequence connected to your main character's story problem? If you're not sure what your character's story problem is, listen to episode 130, Drilling Down to Your Story's Central Dramatic Question, episode 130, I'll link in the show notes. Okay, on to number two. Integrate your main character's story problem in relationship to the other characters. What makes a story compelling, which we talk about a lot, is that there's a dilemma or problem the protagonist must solve. What often happens, though, is the writer compartmentalizes. So the writer knows the circumstances, but doesn't incorporate those circumstances in the main character's relationships to other characters. So They forget that one informs the other. Being a wizard does not mean the same thing to Harry Potter if Voldemort isn't the dark wizard who killed his parents. Being a Capulet doesn't mean the same thing to Juliet if Romeo is not a Montague. So if you identify your character's problem, that problem will become actualized in relationship to other characters. If you don't incorporate the character's problem with every other character in the story, whether they're in the story's present or the past, living or not, those characters will feel extraneous. Their purpose won't be clear and they'll be forgettable to the reader. When I'm reading client manuscripts, I'm often asking, what's the purpose of this character in this scene? 
Why is this character here? What's his or her purpose in the story? How do they impact the main character's trajectory? Sometimes a character will be mentioned relatively early in the story, and then again much later, and I'll make a note in the margin asking, is this a new character? Why is this character here? Sometimes a character will have a lot of narrative space throughout the story, but still have no clear purpose. They're just filling up space. So as you try to crystallize your character's dilemma, make sure you incorporate the character's story problem with the other characters in the story, whether they're in the story's present or not. This means your supporting characters, your secondary characters, family members, friends, lovers, whoever is significant. You want to integrate them with the main story problem. Now, as you develop your secondary characters, you want to make sure they have their own agenda, their own story arc, their own subjective worldview. They have their own backstory, their own significant history. This doesn't have to be on the page, but it should infuse everything they say or do. You don't have to develop your secondary characters as deeply as your protagonist, but some characters will need more development than others. If your protagonist has a major love interest that's central to the plot, he or she should probably be developed as deeply as your main character. If you're writing a crime thriller, the criminal should have his or her own worldview, agenda, backstory, and significant history. Your antagonist is a given and definitely deserves as much development as your protagonist. For more on that, Listen to episode 102, Five Secrets About Your Antagonist You Should Know. Episode 102, I'll link in the show notes. But here's the thing with your secondary characters. They serve your protagonist's struggle. Everything leads back to your main character's central story problem. Everything your secondary characters do is going to have a specific effect on your protagonist. They're going to challenge or reaffirm the faulty belief that's holding your character back from getting what he or she wants, scene by scene. And they're going to thwart, obstruct, interfere, or help your protagonist get their desired outcome by the end. So you need to know what their agenda in the story is. What's their agenda in every scene they appear in? You should never include a character who doesn't serve a story purpose. Okay, so what do you do when there's a character who plays a significant role in your novel, but your main character doesn't meet him or her until late in the story? Let's say midway through act two. Well, I always recommend you introduce that character into the story early rather than later by creating a subplot that you weave into the main storyline. The reader doesn't have to know how or when both characters' lives will converge until later. They don't have to know right away how both characters are connected. The main thing is that you know the relationship. You know how these characters integrate with your main character's story problem. A subplot 
is a parallel storyline that takes less narrative space than your main plot. It's a reflective structure that magnifies your main plot. For more on subplots, listen to episode 68, How to Use Subplots to Amplify Your Novel, episode 68. I'll link in the show notes. Okay, here are four things you can do to make sure everything in your story is integrated. Number one, think of your story as a web of connectivity. Make everything in the story matter to everything else in the story. Everything that happens on the plot level should be connected to your protagonist's central dilemma. If something feels excessive or you're not sure if you should keep it, ask, does this pertain to my character's story problem? And does everything that happens lead to the story's final outcome? Number two, your main character is revealed in relationship to your other characters. So make a list of every secondary character who appears in your story. Are they integrated with your protagonist's core story problem? If not, deepen that connection or cut them. Number three, create backstories for your secondary characters. You want to make sure each character has an agenda, their own worldview, their own significant history. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to have that on the page, but to infuse each character with purpose, you need to know who they are beneath the surface. Number four, if a secondary character is central to the story, consider writing that character into a subplot that's woven into the main storyline. The bottom line, a character or scene should never be in the story to serve your plot. Each character and every scene is there for one essential purpose, to serve your protagonist's story. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.